again. Shalom. Yes, hallelujah. At least uh, I know that you are awake. <laughs> I know this time is a bit of, me, me also is a bit uh, uh, sleepy after eating lunch. You know, it's a, and uh, it's not, uh, it's a time actually that uh, many can fall asleep. But hopefully you will not fall asleep when I share. <laughs> okay, uh, I just want to share, uh, to share with you. It's the same theme, serving. Kingdom of God and serving Him. And uh, yeah, the title of my sermon or my uh, sharing today is Giving Yourself to Serve. Giving Yourself to Serve. Okay. So when we actually say or when we heard the word serve or service, normally there's some thought that comes in our mind, right? And uh, when we hear the word serve or service, it actually pertains to an action. It is an action that is actually intended to others. Serve or service is an action that is intended to do for others. So, of course, it is involved people, the people around us, the people we are living with, and we are the people who we are mingling with every day. And these people are actually the people that the Bible calls, you know, in Matthew 22, 39. These are the people that we call our neighbor. Yeah, the people that we are mingling with, the people that we are, you know, uh, around us, the people that we are, yeah, that with us or maybe working with us are actually, the Bible says, they are our neighbors, and uh, what God commanded us to do with our neighbor. Let's see in the Bible, Matthew 22, verse 39. Yes, it's, it says there's that you shall love your neighbors as yourself. Can we read it together once again? You shall, you shall love your neighbors as yourself. Therefore, the people that we are mingling with, the people that we are with, our family, whoever that we are with, these are the people that God commanded us to love, to love as we love ourselves, the same as we love ourselves. You and I are created and commanded by God to love our neighbors as ourselves. So our part and purpose on earth is actually to show love. For others through service. Serving, serving others is an act of love to our neighbors as ourselves. So whenever we serve, we are actually uh, doing or acting the love for, to our neighbor just as we love ourselves. But normally, most of the time, you know, honestly, I think maybe we call it humanly speaking. Many times we are more interested in the word serve us more than serve others. We are more interested to receive service than to serve others. We want the word serve me, serve me, serve me first. And we normally don't like I serve you or I serve you first. But let us see what the Bible says in Philippians 2, verse 1 to 8, is telling us about service. Philippians 2, verse 1 to 8 is uh, already put in the PowerPoint. 
So, let me read it to you. Maybe just follow me. This is a short, I know. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it no, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Verse 7, but made himself of no, re no reputation, taking the form of bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. And the last verse, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. You'll see Jesus, Jesus Christ, is our model in what we call this. Uh, he first modeled us what real servanthood is. Okay. Service is all about humility. When we serve, it's actually all about humility, humbling ourselves. And Jesus is the real model of what real servanthood is. You know, service is uh, humility because you are thinking of others first before yourself before ourselves service is actually humility because you are thinking of others first before ourselves jesus christ our great model actually emptied himself so he could serve us okay there are things that jesus we would see here from verse 1 to 8 jesus gave up many things in his life gave up himself in order for him to serve men what are these that Jesus gave up in his life in order that he could reach us, in order that he could bring unto us the salvation that we need? First, in yeah, Philippians 2, 30, uh, 2, 3, verse and 4 says that Jesus selflessly gave up his divine form. God gave up the comfort of heaven. Jesus Christ himself gave up the comfort of heaven and his throne. And take the form of man. Man is his creation. Who are we that God, you know, to serve? That God to reach out? It is, you know, it is his, uh, yeah, he gave up his divine form just to be like us. Laying all aside his divinity and Godship. He act out of his love, lowering himself before men, thinking of our salvation. Through his sacrifice, giving up his divine form. Because without him coming to us in this earth and dying for, die on the cross of Calvary, we will not all be saved. We all go to eternal death. And thank God that because he think of us first, he did not think that he is God. He can just, okay, I just wipe up all the men because they are all sinners and I'll just create a new. But he did not do that. Because of his love, he think of 
the his creating of us first because of his love. Second thing that Jesus gave up to us is Philippians 2 verse 6 says that Jesus gave up his rights as equal with God. You know, when Jesus, as the, you know, he's there reigning, sitting in his throne with the Father, and then he just came down to become like us, to become a normal person, and he suffered what we are also suffering. He should not be suffering like us. You know, he, he, he suffered also hungry, hungriness. He suffered to be rejected. He suffered to be, you know, uh, to be... Uh, what they call that, attack, accuse, and what, any kind that, you know, the pain that he go through, he died as well. So all of this, he gave up his equality with God, being, become a normal person just like us. He gave up his rights just to reach out to us, just to serve us. And another thing that Jesus, the third thing that Jesus gave up, which is mentioned in verse 7, is Jesus gave up his reputation. Yeah, of course, the reputation that being worshipped, you know, all angels and all creation are worshipping God. And then suddenly, he just gave up all this reputation and come down and just be with us. He took the form of bondservant. When we say bondservant, what does it mean? Actually, Ban Serban, when we look, if you look at the dictionary, Miriam dictionary, it means to say, Ban Serban is the one bond to service without wage, without salary. Ban Serban is a person who, uh, who served but without salary. It's like it's a slave. And Jesus came in the form, you know, he gave up his reputation to be, in the, to, to be with us, to be a bond servant to men. You see how, you know, how low that Jesus, God, you know, come to just to reach unto us. You know, he did not ask for any return, but he just come with, as a, in the form of bond servant, just a slave. And the last one that Jesus gave up is Jesus gave up his life. Verse 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 8. Jesus gave up his life to serve us. He obeyed the will of the Father and complete his mission on earth to the point of death. This is the great thing. I think that, you know, Jesus did to us. You know, when he prayed to the Father, he said, Not my will, but your will be done. He knows that it, he will go suffering, he will go pain, he will die. And as humanly speaking, as, as a human, he was saying, God, if it is your will, please take away this cup away from me. But because he loved God and his, his obedience to the will of the Father, he said, not my will, but your will be done. He gave up his life just to obey, just to serve us. You know, who, who we are that God will come giving up many things, giving up his divinity, giving up his comfort, giving up his rights, giving up his reputation, and giving up his life just to serve us. He is our great model in the word servanthood. 
the true servanthood was done by our Lord Jesus Christ. And we are the disciple of the Lord. Who we are? What is the command of the Lord to us? We are called to be follower of Christ. We are called to be his disciple. We are called to follow Christ's model and be like him. Because we are God's children. And as God's children, we're supposed to be like him. Like father, like son. Like mother, like daughter. Even our children, our physical children, you know, follow us. You know, mo uh, they model. Uh, uh, they, we are the model for them. And they follow what they see with their parents. You know? And uh, the same thing to us as the children of the Lord. We are called by God to follow Him. To be like Him as the children of the Lord. If not, we will not be called children of God. Yeah, maybe that, that, of course, but we thank the Lord. We are so grateful that we become the child of God when we uh, receive Him as our Lord and Savior. And we are called to be a follower of Christ. John 13 verse 15 says, For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. The Lord said we should do as He has done unto us. Apostle Paul in verse 5 of Philippian, uh, Philippians chapters 2 actually asked the Christians in Philippi to be like Christ. He says, this, let, this, let this mind be in you. Paul was saying to the Philippians, let this mind be in you. What are this mind? You know, the attitude of selflessness, esteeming others better than ourselves. This is the character that, you know, Paul was encouraging the Philippians. Let this, be in my, uh, let this mind be in you, just like, you know, uh, and, uh, just like Jesus. Let this mind be in you, and I which was also in Christ. Because these characters are the characters of Christ. Being selfless, being, you know, uh, you, know you esteem or you... You live up others more than yourself. These are the characters of Christ. And we are called to follow his example. We are to do the same to others as what Jesus has done to us. So actually, when we serve, or when you serve, what do you need to give up to gain? We need to, just like Jesus Christ, there are things that we need to give up. But before that, let me mention to you first that uh, these were uh, things that the things that taking place in our life whenever we serve. What are the things that play that taking place in our life whenever we serve? Okay, number one, when you serve, you are actually consecrating your heart and mind to be in one accord to the mind of Christ, because that is His heart and mind. To serve, esteeming others, being selfless. So whenever we actually involve ourselves in service, serving people, serving your family, serving your wife, serving your, your husband, your neighbor, or your, your colleagues in the office, wherever the Lord will bring you or had brought you, actually you are consecrating your heart and mind to be in one accord to the mind of Christ. 
You are doing what is in the heart and mind of the Lord. So you are uniting in His heart. You are uniting in His mind. Secondly, things that will take place in your life is when you serve, selflessness is taking place in your life. Being selfless. When you serve, selflessness is there, is taking place. You actually deny your own convenience and pleasure because you put others' convenience first. You put others', others uh, convenience and pleasure as your priority. Not your own convenience, not your own pleasure, but you become selfless because you put first the convenience of others when you do serving. And another thing that takes place in your life when you serve is when you serve, humility is taking place in your life. Because you are actually, actually when you are serving, you are setting aside yourself, giving up your own rights. You know, instead of serve me, serve me, instead of you receiving service, but you give service, you become, you know, you, you humble yourself by setting aside yourself, giving up your own rights, and giving your rights to others. That is humility. Philippians 2 verse 4 to 6. And when you serve, love is taking place in your life as well. Because you are willing to be a bond servant. Yeah, when a bond servant says, no, you know, you are not expecting salary or, you know, praises of men. But you are giving out of love. You become a bond servant because you love. Because without love, you cannot be a bond servant. You are willingly giving everything without expecting returns because of your love. So these are the things that takes place in your life whenever you engage yourself to serve. And another one, the last one, when you serve, life is taking place as well in your life. Because what is that life is? You are willing to be obedient to the point of death. So this is the challenge, of course, to all of us. When we, when we serve, to the, you, know, you are willing to be obedient even to the point of death. You, you don't give up. You just continue. Meaning you are willing to die from your comfort, from your pleasure, just to serve God. You know, I did not mean to say that you die and die, die and then you, you know. Meaning to say you die from your own uh, pleasure, from your own convenience. And then life is taking place because the joy of the Lord shall bubble up from your heart. When we say you don't give up easily when you go through rough road. You know, because serving, service is not easy. Because you are giving yourself. You're giving your rights, you're giving your convenience, you're giving up your pleasure, yeah, being selfless, humble. And during the service, as we serve, actually we face many challenges because there are different kind of people that we can serve. You know, some people are grateful, there are some people who are grateful, there are some people who are not grateful. You know, when you are probably in the marketplace, Maybe in the sales, you can encounter a customer or, uh, no, that 
sometimes they can scold you out of nowhere. Yeah, something like that. They are not grateful. There are a lot of challenges when we serve. But the Lord does not give up. He did not give up. You know, to the point that he was really suffered for us. And he died. He did not give up because if he give up, we will not be here. The same model that we need to follow Jesus Christ. Yes, it's true. Life is rough road. Life is challenging. Life is difficult. But God wants to see a heart that is faithful by not giving up. Don't give up even though you go through rough road. Maybe there are people who may not appreciate you. Never mind. Just fix your eyes to Jesus and continue to serve and tell God, Lord, I'm not here because of them. I'm here because of you. Maybe people will not, you know, uh, kind of encourage you. Maybe they forgot to encourage you, to encourage us. But we have the great encourager with us and in us, the Holy Spirit. As we come to him, maybe we pour out our heart to God. He's the one who will come and comfort our heart. He will encourage us. Because many times, and sometimes, yeah, many times, people may forget to encourage us, maybe to, you know, follow up, maybe give us some, some words of, uh, yeah, just to tap our soldier and just say thank you. Some peop maybe people may, may not appreciate us, but we serve not because of for this, for this to be, to be praised or for this to be encouraged. We serve because we love God. We serve because we want to obey Him. So, in the, in the middle of uh, difficulty and the, the storms that you go through, maybe sickness, maybe lack and poverty, maybe all trials and difficulty, there's one thing that God wants to see unto us. Don't give up and continue to serve so that in return that you'll, we will gain life and abundant life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And also, as we serve, we are also giving life to others. As we put ourselves to death in terms of, you know, our convenience and pleasures, we are actually giving life to others. Because in the middle of, sometimes in pain, and you still keep encouraging somebody, and this person was encouraged and continued to run. Even sometimes people want to stop already. I want to stop and yeah, say, ah, I'm tired. I don't want to go on anymore. But here you are, yeah, despite of your difficulties, despite of your, the rugged things that you know, you're going through in your life, despite the storms that you are going through, you are there to encourage. You are giving life. Out of your death, out of our death on our own pleasures, on our own convenience, we are giving life to others. So this is the things that, you know, Jesus has done to all of us. As I read this verse, uh, Philippians uh, 2, 1 to 8, I see how the Lord, you know, humbled himself. Servanthood is about humility. It's all about humility. Because you're giving up all yourself. You're giving up your convenience. You're giving up your rights. Sometimes it, it, you are... You know, there, uh, when in the middle of service, you know, people may not, yeah, may not accept or maybe, maybe don't want to accept your service to them. But as you continue to serve, to serve them, as you continue to serve, the Lord is, be, is glorified. 
the Lord is glorified because Jesus Christ himself did not give up unto us. He continued. He gave up himself. He emptied himself, actually, so that he can reach to us. He become like man. He become man, not like man. He become man, really human being. What we feel, he also feel. The pain, you know, the heartaches. He was disappointed as well with all the disciples. They're all sleeping and he's the one alone praying. Jesus Christ also go through all this disappointment. All that we had gone through, heartache, everything. Jesus knows what we had gone through. But one thing that Jesus did that really I think we must remember is his you know, humility, and he continued not giving up to give his life unto us. So, these are the things. So, the challenge for us this afternoon, I, I will not share a long sermon. This is just a, you know, a challenge for us is to give up. I mean, give up your life and serve. Give up now. Give up yourself. Give yourself up now to God and serve. Give up your old mindset and heart. Give up, you know, the old mind. You know, sometimes we have our old mindset. We need to renew our mind. We need to renew our heart. If our heart is full of many things, we need to surrender and say, God, I want a new heart, a new mind. I want to serve. Now, be in one mind and heart with Christ by knowing His will in your life, by knowing His gift into your life, his talent that God has given to you and use it for his glory. Give up your own mindset and heart. Second thing that we need to give up. Give up your comfort zone. Many of us are in the comfort zone. We don't want to come out. Oh, I just, I'm already okay. Every Sunday I come to church. Uh, I greet everyone. You know, something like, I think I'm okay with that. But God wanted us to climb up a bit higher in terms of our, you know, our love and maturity with the Lord. To the, give up our comfort zone and come out to serve. Many souls are waiting for you to bring them out from this comfort of the darkness of the world. There are many souls that are in the discomfort. In your, your colleague, your church, uh, the, yeah, the, the school maybe, or... Wherever, family, the people who are actually in darkness are discomfort. They are in pain. And we, we, God needs us to be a blessing to them. Give up our comfort zone and try to reach. Give up your pride. Give up our pride. When the time that you felt like others are robbing or taking away our rights, when actually legally you are in the right and they are in the wrong. Sometimes it's not who is right and who is wrong. But it is about, you know, humbling ourselves and trying to reach out. It's about serving others. It's about lifting others more than ourselves. It's about self, you know, esteeming others more than ourselves. Because we are supposed to love our neighbors just as ourselves. And the last thing that I want to challenge every one of us. It is a challenge for us as well. So give up your disobedience. Give up our disobedience. I believe all of us, 
are called by God. Amen? We have calling. We ha each, of one, each one of us has calling from God. Not all are called to be a worship leader. Not all are called to be pastor. Not, call, uh, not all are called to be singers. But there is a calling that God has given or called you to do for his kingdom. But what we only need to do is ask the Lord and seek him, God, what is your calling to me? What do you want me to do so that I can glorify your name? Each of us has calling from God. Everyone has part in the kingdom of the Lord. All of us has part. Not everyone is, not, uh, you know, uh, not, not everyone, there's, uh, we are not rejected. You know, everyone has part in the family of God. There's no one that is not part in the family. You are all part. Even though you think that, oh, I, I know nothing. I don't even know how, how to pray. I don't even know. No, just ask God and just step up. Come up from your comfort zone and fight the fear. The fear is our first enemy. The fear of what people will think of me. The fear of what, what, whether I can do it or not. The fear, we need to come out because when we step forward and say, Lord, I'll do it. Of course, there are, there are challenges, but as you obey, as you do the will of God, God will enable, enable us, enable us to do, to, to perfect. It's not perfect. When, the, when we first step, it's not perfect at all. But as we step forward, one step, two step, three step, faithfully the Lord will help us to perfect what God had called us to be. So these are the things that we need to give up for us to serve. Because Jesus Christ himself is the servant that served us. He served us first before we can serve him. He loved us first before we can love him. So, we can only serve God fully as we give fully ourselves to the Lord. Let us empty ourselves as Jesus emptied himself. God will not do, uh, God will not ask us to do things that will be difficult. Or the, the thing that he did not do, he himself do it. And you, you will not say, oh, you are God. Remember, he came as human being. He let go of his divinity. Actually, he can call angels, right? And to wipe away his enemy. He did not do that. He really come in the form of man. He humbled himself. He gave himself for us fully. He emptied himself. So the challenge for us, as the servant of the Lord, as the children of God, we must also uh, empty ourselves. Because we can only fully serve God if we empty ourselves and give fully ourselves to Jesus. And when we do that, we can therefore fully, you know, uh, love our neighbor just as ourselves. Because why we cannot love our neighbor just like ourselves? Because we are not fully surrendering everything. We, hit, we need to empty everything to God. Let God take out everything that hinders. And then when everything is empty, then he will, of course, empty. No, nobody really stand before, you know, before him. He is the one really control of your life. And that's the time that we can really fully 
loving our neighbor, serving our neighbor as, uh, you know, as we serve God and even as we love ourselves. We can really say, oh, I, the Lord can really tell, tell you that you really love your neighbor and we really love God. Because these two parallel, you know, we cannot say that we love God unless we can love our neighbor just as ourselves. And we can do that by giving our service to them. You know, the, the, the servanthood heart that Jesus has given unto us. So, are you ready to give up? I mean, are you ready to give up, your, give up yourself? Are you ready to, to step forward, you know? Uh, maybe a little bit step forward from the comfort zone. Try. We try. Then we will see how the Lord will move unto us. Because everything has been given already to all of us by God. His spirit is in us. What else can we not do? If God is with us, no one can be against us. And the Lord says that in Philippians also said that, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens us. Amen? So it is not by your strength, it is not by your power, it is not by your wisdom, but by the spirit of God you can serve. Amen? Let's all stand up. And we just close in prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, here we are, your people, oh God, and you can see everyone's heart today. We come before you and ask, Lord, for your grace and your mercy to do to, that we are able to do your will. We're able to serve so that your name will be glorified. Rise up an army, O oh God, of servants in this church, O oh God. They really love you. They really, Lord, surrender and gave themselves fully before you, God. Because your spirit will help them. The Holy Spirit will help each one of us so that we may do your will. That we may glorify your name and we may able to be used by you to expand your kingdom here on earth. To be a blessing indeed to men, to our, to our loved ones, to our neighbors, to our colleagues, to our brothers and sisters in the church. We will be a blessing. Oh Father, we give our life to you. Just like the song that we sing just now. That Lord, we will follow you. And there's no turning back. No turning back. The cross before us. Hallelujah. And we'll just follow you. You're leading. The leading of your Holy Spirit. Indeed, the cross, we put a cross before us. And the world behind us. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Bless your children. Bless your people, Father God, today. And help us to rise up, to really shine for you. That your name, God, will be known. Not just here in Singapore, but beyond. That wherever your people go, your name will be glorified. Oh, we thank you, Father. So we give you back all the glory and honor. 
touch our heart continuously. Give us a deep understanding. Give us a deep, Lord, humility to do your will. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.